The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello and welcome back to the HBO Boys Presents Ted Lasso. On today's episode, uh, Jamie is is jealous. Zava is a crunchy weirdo. Is he a real villain? I don't know. Maybe he's just weird. And uh, Shandy stands up for her friend. Rebecca gets some bad news from a psychic. Or is it bad news? I don't know. It could be good. It could be bad. It, it depends on how she and us take it simultaneously. All of that and more on today's episode of Ted Lasso. What's the name of this one? No. No idea. Waiting for Zava. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that you did. Yeah, it makes me want to meditate again, watching Zava do it so many times. I'm not going to, but. Zava's in the locker room now. Yeah. They were waiting for him for a while there at the beginning. Now, this um, first scene that we see, I mean, there's a few scenes before this, but the first scene that we see Zava enter the locker room and the Mm -hmm. team is laying eyes on him is probably my favorite scene in this entire show. Wow. Okay. Um, I loved it so much. It made me laugh out loud when he just touched Zero's arm and he like grabbed his arm in amazement and like everyone's staring at him and he's just like running his hands down people's chests and they're just in amazement. Yeah, it's like he's a cult leader. (laughs) Dude, it's so fucking good. I love this character so much. I might hate him, but I love the silly, ridiculous nature of this character. That's like I said at the beginning, he was kind of sold to us as a villain but he's yeah, not no. he's kind of just a weird dude he's a weird who, yeah. dude that's very self-absorbed he did that one thing that one time which is he put himself in front of the lineup but that was about it other than that he's just he, a goofy character right and another another favorite part of this episode was where he grabbed higgins face and he whispered to him and Ted's yeah. just in the background out of focus smiling <laughs> like that shit was it made me laugh out loud and i haven't like laughed out loud like that in a few episodes so Danny uh, Rojas is yeah, also just it. following oh. him around like and he was he's, doing the same things he was doing. yeah like I a one-to-one so one the entire time which is good because Danny Rojas needed some uh, more work to do oh, on this show he's so good uh I, well the cold open I guess we go back there is yeah. uh Colin has a, a homosexual relationship with yeah. his uh guy that he tells people is his friend who we see at the restaurant at the end and they 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 uh they threw that in there at the beginning basically so we could get the part at the end which is when Trent Cram formerly of the Independent uh sees that uh Colin is has a secret and now is the moral dilemma of just Trent is Trent good guy or is he a bad guy well um, 
you know, in his former life as a journalist, it was things that he had to report on, right? He even said that to Ted. I have to report on this, but I want to be, I respect you too much. I need to tell you that Nathan was my source. Remember that? Mm -hmm. This, he does not have to print. No, it's a book and it's the moral dilemma of, wow, the more tea I can get in this book, the better, the more it will sell. Right. And uh, But at what expense, man? Right. Yeah. Because the team is starting to like him. Roy is starting to like him. You see a really great exchange with them uh, in this episode a few times. And it it's just, I really hope he doesn't print it. And this also made me like Colin a little bit more uh, for some reason. It, it definitely just, like, gave him characterization. Yes. Some, some characterization that. that he just didn't have prior to right, right now. We had no idea what his backstory was. We, he was just at one point a douche and was a bully. Uh, and now he's starting to flourish with like uh, back history and like we're starting to get uh, a deep dive into his character and I hope that it doesn't turn out terrible right I just hope they keep diving into him rather than just using this as a plot point for Trent Krim formerly of the independent because Trent Krim I mean it's interesting for Trent Krim for sure because we get to find out if he has grown at all from the conversation that he had with Roy where he said yeah I was younger I was making poor decisions just to get clickbaity attention and this is a perfect scenario for right Okay, are you are you better now are you than you were? <laughs> yeah, like uh, they they just give him a, a very binary situation to be in. Yeah, yeah, but but I liked that addition. Didn't see that one coming. I'll be honest with you. Um, I didn't think we'd hear anything more of Colin aside from just him as a team player. Yeah, um, but I'm happy that they did that. And I suppose while we're on Zava, we can say, so you remember how we had that conversation where we, or at least I specifically uh, predicted that the end of the season would be West Ham. Yes. And, uh, and, and AFC Richmond fighting for relegation. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Well, you know, um, that's not true. But you also said it would be a bummer if it fast-tracked to them being the top two teams because oh, yeah. like, that's unrealistic. But the way they showed this, a lot of time has passed and we're only three episodes in. So yes. a lot of times. So I wonder if we're going to get the the relegation or the, the championship match way sooner in the season and it's going to transcend another season of football. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't give that much thought, but you're right. We did have a sports montage in this yes. episode. Uh, yes. I did not expect to go in forward in time so much that like, like we did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, West Ham is doing well. We hear one character or just line in this that says that Nate is uh, up for coach of the year because he's a true tactician rather sure. than Ted Lasso, who is just showing up and uh, putting Zava on the on the sheet to play, which right. is what the uh, the commentators said of Ted. Although it is fair a little bit because Zava is picking up the entire team, scoring hat tricks like every game mm-hmm. and is propelling them upwards so but yeah i said i'd be disappointed if they were uh 
fighting for the championship at the end of the season. And now that we're here, now that it's more likely that they're fighting for the championship rather than relegation. Yeah. I don't feel that strongly anymore. I mean, the montage, I just didn't think a montage was going to happen. And that was so out of left field that I think it like justified it for me a little bit because they just did a good job with said montage. Yeah. And and we know we're at least seven games into the season now because they had like six or seven wins before that Manchester United game where they won again. So yeah, we're, we're, I mean, how many games are in a season? I don't even know, but we're a good way through the season in three episodes. Well, I mean, yes, we're a good way through the Premier League season. Uh, and there are, I, I don't know, like definitely more than 25 because that's how much the Premier League has played this sure, season. Sure. Uh, and, you know, there is a, a guy in the Premier League right now who is scoring more, more goals than everybody, like all the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets criticized for like just doing tap-ins. His name is uh, Holland, I believe, like H-A-L-A-A-L-A-N-D. He's from Scandinavia. He wasn't in the World Cup because his uh, country did not qualify. But he has way more goals than everybody else. And uh, I was going to say, because based on information I had from the past, that like, yeah, he's doing amazing, but his team is like... Uh, it's a very, very good team. Like, uh, it's Manchester City and they historically do very well. And they were like five or six, which is like, that's like the, I keep using the Yankees as an example, but that's them (laughs) losing the division, basically. But they're not, they're, they're second right now. I just checked the standing. So. So yeah, I that know was, nothing about I just, it. Yeah, I wasted two <laughs> minutes of your time just now, and I sincerely apologize. You know what? It's fine. I learned something. Although oh, I, was, I, did, I was apologizing to the audience, not to oh, you. Oh, understood. Yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, I have a friend named Greg, um, nice. and uh, he and uh, another friend, Phil, watch uh, Manchester City. Yeah, Man City. They watch Man City, and they are fans of Man City. So in our group chat, they always talk about it on the side, and I kind of like have an ear to the ground when they're talking about it. Because because I watched this show. So it's just interesting to see the real parallel of teams. Yeah. Well, I've seen some TikToks of this dude specifically. He's a six foot five gigantic Jesus. Viking who <laughs> can kick the ball at speeds that are unreasonable. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I heard uh, like one of his kicks, the sound of him kicking something sounds like a bomb going off. Oh my God. It's unreal. Like for a sport that makes I, I, it makes me bored most of the time. Right. Like I yeah, very yeah, much yeah, understand yeah. and I appreciate how much speed and angles and how much athleticism it takes to run that often uh, and just be in the amount of shape that they have to be in. But still, it's a lot like baseball to me. It's just very slow and I so it, it bores me because I have no attention span whatsoever. I'm very American in that way. And the, the pitches are so big that to get across the field is just it feels like it takes a millennium, dude. Like <laughs> yeah, God which is why damn. it was very cool where Zava's first game. Yes. Uh, uh, not cool of him that he was like, Jamie, I'll find you. Go over there. And then he just <laughs> kicks it in yeah. when he was using Jamie as bait, basically. Yeah. And sure. it worked, but it made mm-hmm. Jamie feel sad. And Jamie, oh yeah, he's mostly jealous. I, in fact, he's he's he is jealous. He, he even he, said to Roy towards the end, "I, I want to be yeah. better than him." Well, no, that's not what he said. He said, "I want to be as good as Zava is." And Roy said, "No, you should want to be better." Oh no, no, actually, no. You're right. It was I'm right. reversed, <laughs> and I'm dumb. 
<laughs> so okay. uh, making, you know, Roy and him are now going to train together at 4 a.m. the next day. Which is, And I was like, he's already his is, coach. <laughs> th- yeah, but this is a pivotal point in their relationship because Roy was very against training Jamie even from season two. He didn't, He you know, he ha- always had this vendetta against him because of Kile. And, mm. um, uh, but now, now this is Roy saying, I, I will train you. I want to train you. I want you to be better. You're being a bummy and I can't have oh, this. What? You're a bummy. You're being oh. a bum. And um, <laughs> I can't have this uh you know and one of the lines that made me laugh was i see you're frowning you're on a seven game winning streak and you're frowning and he said well roy you frowned all the time he was like yeah but i never smiled right yeah that's my brand (laughs) it's like that's amazing so it's cool that that i think what the outcome of that will be is that jamie tart will reach superstardom uh to the point where he will be offered to be at another club uh and be be paid a lot of money because he's going to get so good which will be the best around a conflict for him and it will also make zava Maybe a real villain. Like, he yeah, was right. not a real villain, as we pre- said previously. Right. Uh, but we, if he starts to be overshadowed for the first time in his entire life, he'll probably take that poorly, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, right now he's got the team in his palm. Literally, he's like doing uh, meditation exercises with the entire team. And Jamie walks in, sees it, immediately turns around and walks out. Uh, and it is it is weird, like a cult, like you said. It's uh, But you know what? The team's doing well the team likes him what are you gonna do jamie does calmly complain this episode yes to the diamond dogs oh yeah that he is unhappy uh with how things are going and he gets a response that's basically like yeah well (laughs) yeah what are you gonna do (laughs) and he says okay cool i mean he he reacts to being completely rejected uh and told hey don't worry about it much better than he would have in the past oh my god yes he has come a long way and he might even go farther now with roy's help to be the player roy could never be oh and i just can't wait for the talk because it's gonna come yeah yeah Yeah. there will be screaming not like there will be blood but yeah. but not in this instance. Mm. Daniel Day Lois is not here. Ooh. We also have Rebecca's storyline where she goes to a psychic, her mother psychic, that is. Mm-hmm. And the psychic tells her that well, the psychic has like an existential experience, like has a sort of <sighs> whole breakdown that happens to her, it seems. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the supernatural had just taken her over completely. Uh, and she says that Rebecca is going to have a child. Well, first, and, it's the green matchbook. Yep. And that she's, she's like, going to find a green matchbook. That's going to have some significance to her. Yeah. And uh, by the way, you're also going to have a child. At which point, Rebecca gets really angry with her and storms out, but also does go home and look through a drawer to see if she can find a green matchbook. So, like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she doesn't completely reject it. Yeah, no, no. And then, you know, that leads to her <laughs> getting a green matchbook yeah, at the end of the episode. Green. And then she's like hyperventilating. And, uh, you know, what do you think? W- what are your feelings on this? Is it going to no be idea. Sam Obisanya? Is God, she I've... already pregnant? So, okay. The restaurant that Sam opened, the yes. girl he's talking to the whole time, the cook. Yes. Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Who is that? <laughs> That's I... just the, we don't know. That's just a chef that he hired for his restaurant for all we know. Right. Because it, 
they seem they seem like you know they're hitting like they off. like each other yeah yeah obviously yeah, yeah. enough for rebecca to look over and be like no shoot god damn it i'm so dumb yeah and then she finds the matchbook and is like this crazy crazy world <laughs> yeah that's exactly what she was thinking <laughs> it also seemed i can't remember who it was but somebody noticed the way she oh it was um it was the lady what's that lady's name keila no the other lady sassy yeah sassy <laughs> sassy looked at her looking at sam and being, it was like oh you didn't tell me like she adds she knows very much her friend and oh, she yeah. saw the look and was like so you guys aren't together anymore how dare you <laughs> It was a bad look, right? You know, it was a bad look. It was a look of I'm sad. I'm sad based on. Oh, no. The consequences of my actions. Yeah. (laughs) Zava actually shows up to the uh, restaurant event. He talks to Shandy. Shandy has like one little thing in the middle of the episode where she stands up, quote unquote, for her friend Keely because Roy broke up with her and she doesn't know the full context of it. uh, But and we also don't know the full context of it, to be fair. Right. Uh, But. Uh, Roy remembers who she is. She's the one who used to eat her hair. And then he was like, okay, well, good to put a face to the hair and then walks in weirdo. This makes the entire team uncomfortable because it's happening in front of them. <laughs> yeah, right. They're just sitting there watching. Uh, and then, you know, who we haven't talked about at all? Who? Ted. Ted. Yeah. On a well, show Ted, called Ted Lasso. You know what, though? Uh, you know, you need to veer a little bit to uh, appreciate the lasso. Well, but he's having a bad time. Yeah, he's having a bad time. We find out that his wife is assumably sleeping with his uh, former divorce therapist or yeah, marriage therapist. counselor. Marriage counselor. There you go. And someone says to him, he's like, is that allowed? Yeah, that seems unethical. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, it's it, it, it what it is. Hop, 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 hop. <laughs> and, you know, and he uh, he uh, in this episode, I will tell you, um, having panic attacks again, which is uh, that's understandable and understandable completely. He did have like three or four Ted isms that did oh, get yeah. to me a little bit. Like I, in a bad way or yeah, kind of in a bad way. And I'll explain oh, why. why because I listened to a podcast yesterday uh, with Rory Scovel and uh, Pete Holmes sure. where they were sort of making fun of Ted Lasso and they were making fun of Ted Lasso isms. They were they were talking mm-hmm. about how they need something a little bit more like a little bit. They were calling it basically shallow. They need something yeah. uh, not perhaps deeper, but stickier to okay. like a TV show. But they were also being uh, they also don't like Game of Thrones kind of shows like they don't yeah. they don't yeah. like uh, anything where they have different currency than we do as people they said they don't like so th- they're more extreme on this view than I am but I can't help but shake they were doing a very funny bit where they were just like yeah well I, I, I tell you it, it is like a, a bamboozle and a dibbity do it is always gonna get you at the end you're like you know <laughs> uh, it does kind of sound like he does like three or four of those an episode and uh, perhaps if I hadn't heard this podcast of them uh, lambasting the Tedisms, I wouldn't feel this way at all. But <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> I'm like the third or fourth. Well, I, well, uh, this is a lot like an acorn in a tree. It, 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 you never know which uh, you're gonna get. And like, <laughs> you know, taking on a challenge is a lot like riding a horse, isn't it? If you're comfortable while you're doing it, you're probably doing it wrong. Right. That was more accurate. <laughs> I know. Mine was mainly to illustrate the cadence and the fact that he's just choosing two things and then putting them together in a very silly way. Yeah. Which <laughs> I love it, though. I still yeah. love it. 
I think I do too. I'm just <laughs> I'm conflicted now. I believe in communism, rom communism. That is, if Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan go through some heartfelt struggles and still end up happy together, then so can we. Okay. Well, <laughs> is this sleepless in Seattle? Our goal is to go out like Willie Nelson on a high. <laughs> Okay, that one's great. I love them all. I love them all. I don't love them all. <laughs> it's kind of like, like back in the 80s when bad meant good. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the shorter they are, I am now finding, the better I think they are. You're, in the- be- you're beating yourself up like Woody Allen playing the clarinet. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I hate that. I hate it. That one I don't like. I love it so much. No. I, I He's meant to, it's supposed to be stupid though. Like that's the idea. Right. It's the wrong idea sometimes. Oh, no. I love it. Oh, okay. And anyway. that's fine. I, I Listen, again, I've become more jaded. I don't want to become more jaded. It's I just okay. want to like things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's why I don't read shit. <laughs> it was a podcast, Adam. Okay. I, don't, I, I also don't, don't read listen things. to shit. <laughs> it's every time Adam goes home, he closes the blinds and stands in a corner. I just play Call of Duty on silent. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I was... <laughs> I was proposing that you just look straight at the wall and, oh, and close your worse. eyes <laughs> like some sort of robot that turns on and off. But yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, you're right, though. It is video games that are very the things you're getting from them are based on your inputs. So it's mm. how you're doing. It's about sure. you, which is why it is a very popular form of escapism and why sometimes entertainment can't compete with gaming, especially with people who love games, because games are about you and the team. TV show is a little about you. I mean, depending on how self-centered you are. Right. Uh, <laughs> but also, but, you could be taking it a different way, too. So you could be interpreting something completely different. Right. Either way, Ted's having a very bad time. Bad time. Uh, he has a full conversation with a Trump impression of his marriage counselor. That is how the news is broken. Uh, he already knew yeah. that mommy had a friend, but <sighs> it is mommy kind of an extra kick in the teeth for it to be the ex-marriage counselor. Oh, yeah. And like that scene was I was like, oh, no, I like I was like g- wrenching my gut like, oh, God, this is terrible. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I think the thing I take away from this episode the most is that they did a time jump and I did not see that coming. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this show can absolutely surprise me still, uh, which is cool for comedies, right? It's it's oh, harder yeah. for a uh, dramedy, I guess, but like it does lean comedy like more than Barry does. B- Barry's in the comedy uh, section uh, of the Emmys, which is I I don't know, not a lot of laughs. There's one yeah, or two laughs in episode. There are more never laughs. Watched it. I've it's never a very very it. good show. I just think oh. it's in the wrong category at the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, you know what, though? Uh, I remember Jason Sudeikis uh, getting interviewed about, hey, what's the possibility of a Ted Lasso season four? Because, you know, he said, oh, well, our story ends in season three, but we're not discounting the fact that we could go into season four. I'm not saying that there isn't. But he said, I feel that this see and again, you know, he's in the show. He's part creator. You know, he's big, big stakes in the show. So he's he's not going to say it's bad. But he said, you know, this uh, we need to focus on this season. And I think that this is uh an incredibly good season it's one of the better written ones there's a lot more that happens in this season that affects different things so let's get through this season first and i always keep in the back of my mind though that season three finishes
matches the story they originally wanted to tell. So every episode I'm watching now, I'm keeping in the back of my mind that the end of the series could potentially be the last episode of this season. Yeah, I assume so. That's that's what I assume too. And I don't know how to feel because there's a lot of things in motion now that can they resolve them in seven more episodes? I mean, I would I would say yes, just because yeah. and I and I don't know if I would have said yes after last episode, but after this episode, if they're willing to do full on montages and move months at a time, they could just do that again. And they're going to have to because I would assume, like you said, I I I I think the it's interesting to see if we do a whole other season and if we don't just end this uh series slash season on the championship like you said but i still think it's going to end in a final game yeah uh, and that final game will be against west ham and all of the things going wrong with the characters will come to a head because that's how television shows are written yeah and that's how the the first and second season where it ended on the final game so it's fine i just thought it would be interesting if they kind of laid it over by two episodes or something like they they have it you know, episode seven uh, is the final game, and then eight, nine, ten are you know follow ups or wrapping up stories. You know, what this reminds me of is uh, a little show we both love called Blue Mountain State. Oh, where yeah. I love that show. That show was canceled, but they knew it was going to be canceled. Yes. So that they they wrote towards a finale that they didn't want to do, but at no. least they knew they were doing it. Yeah, and it went out on top, uh, which I'm totally mm, cool with. I don't know about on top. Out. I Nobody was it. watching. Oh, I mean, yeah. Enough people were watching where yeah. it, the movie was a Kickstarter. <laughs> the movie was a Kickstarter, but it was popular. And it's, I think it's become like a cult comedy now. And uh, uh, people who watch it all the way through uh, love it. I love it. I love the final season. I thought it was oh, a great resolution. I think it's amazing. And I think people should watch it. And it basically launched the career of Alan Richardson, who's now Reacher and in every action movie that will be made over the next 20 years, <laughs> uh, including the new Fast movie including the new Henry Cavill old school old timey movie is he in the fast movie he sure is Adam he sure is oh yeah he's gonna be in everything either way my point of bringing up Blue Mountain State though was that at the end of that yeah they have a real game and then the real game like the real championship is not the actual end the real end is that they play a second game in a a field that they made into a football field and as they walk onto that field it cuts to black so we don't actually know how it goes I just wonder if Ted Lasso will do something like that I don't think so I think they have to get to the end of the uh, amount of time that a championship game takes. I don't Wait, think they'll they, do they, like they resolved, something. They resolved Blue Mountain State. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ended up winning that last game and the trophy got handed over to them from the other team. And they took that picture in the dorm room with a giant joint. You don't remember that? Oh, no. So I've just wasted another four minutes of the audience's time. Mm, cool. Good. Well, good this is the top tier content we pay for. <laughs> I'll just say one more thing. Shandy is hitting on Zava. I don't know if anything will come of that, but it is happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who cares, though? <laughs> I don't care about her. Not much. <laughs> not, 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 not me. 
I, yeah. I was just saying it because it, it did, in fact, happen. And if other things happened, I can't sassy, remember them. Sassy also said that if Ted wasn't available, that he was going to try and climb that Zava mountain. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. Uh, and Ted seems both emotionally and physically unavailable at this moment. Right. Because he is in a deep, dark depression. Ugh. And he so had a, uh, uh, an hour long chat with um, the therapist lady. Right. But it ended as he was still talking. So obviously. <laughs> I know. <laughs> didn't go great. I still love her character, too. Yeah. I'm sad that she's not in uh, more of the season. But I, I also know. didn't think that she would show up one more time. I thought she was sort of just a one and done. And to see her yeah. again was very nice. I liked it very yeah, much. Yeah, it was, it was nice. But it also gave me a false sense of hope. <laughs> Right. I don't know. I don't know if there is any show on television to have a false sense of hope about and not feel like uh, just not afraid of said hope. I think this is it, though. Yeah, fair. (laughs) Next episode is called Big Week. Everyone's feeling the pressure as Richmond gear up to play West Ham. Ted is reunited with an old friend. Ooh. Who's that old friend? Is it? I mean, who's that friend? Maybe I don't. uh, Maybe not. Sassy or the therapist? Mm, it could be that as well but or a, do we know i wonder if it's a friend we know oh it could be the therapist because she could be the therapist for west ham i honestly i think that she is that's why she didn't tell him i would rather have it be sassy or the therapist rather than just like a new oh, character yeah a random dude right <laughs> i mean who who would be a random dude he's in london he's from kansas city they would have to travel to london it's got to be someone we've met before. Yeah, I would assume so. Uh, and one more thing is, I wonder if Coach Beard is going to get any more this season. It uh, it feels like they're very happy to just put him on the back burner yeah, as but a his, secondary character. His scenes are very funny. Uh, there was oh, one scene in this episode where he called Jamie. Uh, he, he was talking to Jamie and said, that's ironic. And then Jamie said, you mean hypocritical? Yes. <laughs> and he was just like, Fuck, he's right. <laughs> yeah, and also he was making out with his uh, very obsessed girlfriend. They're both obsessed with each other. Yeah, uh, sure. And they were they were going pretty hard at each other for like a long time, longer than you'd assume. Yeah, that two people yeah. would have their mouths on each other. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's all of the feelings I have, Adam. Uh, yeah, that's fine, man. Oh, we're gonna okay. wrap. We're wrap this B up. Yeah. Wrap this B up. All right. Oh, by the way, we did banter before this. You were about to maybe say this. We did banter before this like we do every week. And you can listen to said banter. Uh, We did the Mount Rushmore of our favorite desserts, which is, Mm. I don't know, we picked our four favorite desserts. Are you at all interested in listening to that? (laughs) You can for a (laughs) dollar at (laughs) patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. For one dollar a month, you can listen to that specific thing plus other stuff. (laughs) What a way to promote it. Thanks, man. <laughs> yes, we'd like to thank our patrons. Sunshine, Connor O'Dow, Jamie Lochner, James Watch My Dong, Chris Wood, Brent Ginn, Craig, John Jewers, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas. Thank you again for your money subscription uh, and keep doing that. That's great. We love you. And, uh, you know, you're going to get some exclusive banter that we'll put out every week. Right. The, the stuff I was just talking about. We, the stuff uh, that Ryan said, I just said it again. <laughs> yeah. We're also doing a succession podcast. I'm doing it with your boy and friend of the show, Justin. Uh, that went up this week as well. Go listen to that on the first episode. Uh, like I said there, I'm currently writing a season one retrospective of Severance. That will be coming out in the future. Ooh. When we get to the halfway point of Yellow Jackets, we'll do a season or like half season retrospective yep. of Yellow Jackets as well. Bunch of stuff coming up. So it's Heck pretty yes. cool. Let's go, baby. 
you know, you know, uh, when when, I, when I'm wearing a when I'm wearing a, a, sw- a sweater that's uh, like a wombat, I, when I, what I always say is, is better have a wombat sweater than having the eagle hat. That's what I. Yep. 